Welcome to Dare, Share, Create the podcast. Conversations, concepts and insights from people who have dared to go after their dreams, who share their gifts with the world and who create the life that they want. I'm your host, Elizabeth Valentine, a voiceover artist, singer, speaker and coach. This podcast aims to free you from whatever's holding you back, spark transformation and is designed to give you the courage, inspiration, permission and tools to live your best, most inspired and fulfilled life so you can make the biggest positive impact in the world. Now, on to today's conversation. So hello and welcome to this 13th episode of Dare, Share, Create. Thank you so much for listening. So how did you find last week's episode with Lisa Stocker, aka Norwegian Elsa? Um, did you go and check out her Oscar performance with Idina Menzel? I thought it was really cool. Um, I had some takeaways. I mean, obviously she said lots of cool things, but I think my top three takeaways were... One, dreams do come true, but it might not be when or how you thought it was going to be, but just keep faith and, you know, keep on your path and they will come true. I really like that. Two, don't sabotage your big moments with self-doubt or imposter syndrome. It was quite cool how she decided to give herself a talking to before going on, before going on stage at the Oscars, because she just had to remind herself that she had earned the place on that stage. And then to say, hey, you little imposter syndrome voice, be quiet because I want to enjoy this amazing moment and I have earned my place here. And it's quite funny, I've just come back from singing in the Danish church where I occasionally sing and I totally screwed myself over with self-doubt. So we had to sing a three-part harmony and it was quite intricate. And uh, I'm I'm someone who really wants to do a great job and I always want to preferably do it perfectly. So we were standing there singing and I'd really practiced uh, beforehand. We came to put it all together and it was just like my mind went totally blank. And you know, I have been paid to sing since I was eight years old and I've sung harmony and I've done so much choir work. I have run choirs um, and it was just like my brain shut down and I kept going, oh my God, I'm going to fuck it up. I'm going to fuck it up for the other people. This is not good. And I couldn't snap myself out of it. And I know the two people I was singing with really well and I trust them and, uh, and it's a really low pressured situation in a way because it's a church service. But um, <clears throat> but I was standing there, so we said, okay, if if I can't get it, you know, uh, one of the girls were just going to play it softly underneath. But I was like, no, I'm confident. We got it in the rehearsal. Then we come to sing it, and it just doesn't, it just doesn't come out. Eventually, it's fine. But I am sitting with the kind of a, oh my God, what is wrong? Why can't you just sing it perfectly? Why does it have to be so difficult? So I've got some work to do on that. Um, now I've got a couple of weeks off and then I'll be back in January and then we shall we shall see. But definitely I think I jinxed it up front whereas I should just be confident that it was going to be fine. So anyway, I'll probably talk about that at some later stage. 
And the last thing Lisa said that was really powerful was say no to dream stealers and grinches. I love that because I think especially if you are someone who wants to achieve loads, who wants to do more, who isn't satisfied with living a small life, quite often you might be surrounded by dream stealers or by Grinches who are living and coming from maybe their fears, their limitations, maybe their own disappointment that they didn't go for their dreams. So if you are surrounded by those, you have to stay so strong in your own convictions and you have to start surrounding yourselves with people who either have what you want or who are also inspirational and aspirational and going for their dreams. And in the beginning, these might be people that you don't even know. These might be people who are in your, um, you know, you can find on YouTube, on Instagram, on Facebook. Maybe you're reading a book and let those people then be your tribe until you find the people, you know, sort of in real life who are your tribe. But yeah, be really be really mindful of what you are listening to and who. And ask yourself, if they don't have what I want or if they're not living the kind of life I want to live, it doesn't have to be exactly, you know, the same dream. But if they don't have the same approach as you want, then don't take their advice. That's anyway my, uh, my takeaways from it but I loved my conversation with Lisa I just love her energy it's so infectious and um, yeah it's pretty cool so we're coming to the end of the year and what a what a year it's been eh Um, I always like to end the year with sort of taking stock of what's happened in the previous year and then I like to set some intentions from the year that's coming so there's a few people uh, over, you know, over the years who I have been inspired by. And one of them is Selena Barker, who has got, uh, who's got an exercise called the Love Project, I think. Anyway, you can check her out on loveprojectlove.com. So she does this, you know, goodbye 2020, hello 2021 exercise that's really lovely and just focuses you where you decide kind of what you want to take into the future with you from the year that's passed and what you definitely want to leave behind. I also once a year do the 10 questions, which is something one of my Jewish friends told me about. And you don't have to be Jewish to do it. But you basically for 10 days, answer 10 big questions each day. And it's inspired by the 10 days of reflection between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. So you answer the questions and then it gets locked away in a vault and then they send you your answers the next year. And it's really quite profound because I think we forget, we forget what was really going on, what we were really feeling the year before, sometimes even last week, we can't even remember what's what's been going on. So those two exercises are really powerful and you know, with everything, I've kind of made up my own. And I like that. I like taking influences from different things and then tailor making it 
to me. And I invite you to do the same. So I thought I would share some of the questions that I ask myself and that I do uh, at the end of each year. So here's some of mine. And obviously the ones that you feel aren't applicable, don't do them and make up your own as well. So here are some of them. What was going on for you last year at this time? What were you hoping was going to happen in 2020? I mean, I had so many dreams and ideas of what was going to happen this year. And I was like, oh my God, 2020 is going to be the year to build our most fabulous, expansive, awesome life. And well, you know, it's, it's, (laughs) some things have panned out. Actually, quite a lot of things have panned out and a lot of things haven't. And, um, and that's okay. I think that's okay. But what were some of your dreams and goals? And did you achieve them? Did they pan out? Uh, Another great question is, what was the significant experience in your life, in your personal life this year, and how has it affected you? Obviously, there's been, you know, experiences in all of our lives this year that have sort of been universal. But, um, you know, what was, what was significant for you? Is there something you wish you had done differently this year? I think that's a powerful question. You know, in our regrets, regrets, in our regrets, we discover so much about ourselves. Um, And it's just an opportunity to check in and adjust your patterns and behaviors and really rewrite that story and go, okay, if I come across something like that again, how do I want to handle it now that I have the, you know, the benefit of hindsight? How would I have wanted to handle that? And that's that's great. Um, how are you feeling about life right now? What are some of the new habits or things that you've introduced into your life this year? What was the highlight for you for 2020? I'm not quite sure what my highlights is. I have a few. Um, I actually think obviously one of the highlights was um, moving into my own place on my own. But another highlight was actually the month of the first lockdown where I was still in my old flat with my two lovely flatmates. And we'd kind of, you know, we were friends, but very much living our own lives. But when the lockdown came, we were, and we were all sort of London orphans who don't, um, you know, we're all from, one's from Scotland, I'm from Denmark, and the other one's from Australia. So we just buckled in and turned up for the hygge, uh, which is the Danish concept of just having a lovely time. And we made these epic menus. We cooked so much delicious food and it was really special. It was really, really, really special. And I loved it so much. Um, yeah. What was the low point? And how did you handle it? And so if we look forward to 2021, what habits, people, experiences, what do you want to bring into the future with you? 
and what do you want to leave behind in 2020? You know, if you are growing and developing and expanding, it might be that there are some experiences or people or habits that no longer serve you, that no longer work for you, for this new person that you're becoming. And that's okay. And then you just have to do like, you know, Marie Kondo with everything. I think we should Marie Kondo our life on a regular basis and take stock and go, does this still spark joy? If yes, awesome. And if it does spark joy, do you want to add more into it or more of it into your life? But if it doesn't spark joy, you have to thank it and move on. Thank it and move on. And by the way, I'm saying it as it's so easy. If it's an old jumper, yeah, maybe it is easy. But with, you know, people and experiences and habits, it can be quite difficult. But that's okay. But you just got to be honest with yourself. It is your life. You are creating your dream life. So you get to choose what you put in it. That's it. Um, yeah. What's something you really want to do? or achieve, or have in 2021? I like this one. How would you like to improve yourself and your life by this time next year? And looking a year into the future, how would you like yourself and your life to be? Um, ooh, what do you want your, th what do you want the theme of 2021 to be love freedom family self-development um, empowerment if you're very brave as one of my friends are maybe you want the theme of 2021 to be travel how nice would that be right <laughs> um oh what is one thing you've always said you were gonna do are you committed to doing in 2021 what one thing you've always said you were going to do, are you committed to doing in 2021? I'm really going to think about that one because, yeah, there's a few things. There's loads of things I haven't done yet that I really want to do. But I've been distracted or maybe fearful. Maybe I've been a bit of a scaredy cat. Are you a bit of a scaredy cat with some things too? You know, it happens. But what? Don't you want to regret not having done this time next year? That's big. So yeah, those were, um, well, lots and lots of questions for you to ponder. If you want this in a PDF, you can send me an email at elizabeth at elizabethvalentine.com. Make sure you spell Elizabeth with an S, not a Z, because, you know, hey, I'm Danish and we have it with an S. Because if you spell it with the Z, I'm not going to get it. Uh, I am also doing a free intention setting workshop on the 2nd of January. Um, I don't know about you, but sort of when I've done my taking stock of the old year and setting, ex setting intentions for the new year, and then sometimes it's still a bit hard to get going. Or I might have done it before Christmas and then I've gone home for Christmas. We've spent a couple of weeks just being immersed in family, not hopefully not doing any work and just 
chilling out and then coming back to January, coming back after Christmas. I don't know about you. I always get a bit sad and a bit like, oh, because I've just had such an immersive, lovely time and I'm always ready to come back. But then you can feel a bit lost. So I thought, okay, this year I'm going to do this free intention setting workshop and invite you, my lovely listeners, to come and take part so that we can kind of support each other and start the new year in a really clear, secure, um, maybe not secure, but clear and um, exciting and purposeful way. Uh, and, and, you know, this isn't, ooh, let's set some New Year's resolutions that won't last. No, we'll, we'll, get, we'll get a bit deeper. So if you want to join, again, send me an email at elizabeth at elizabethvalentine.com. I've also put the, I put the email in the show notes so you can just click on whether you are listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. So drop me a message if you want a space and if you want the PDF of these questions. So next week will actually be the last episode of this season. I have decided I am taking time off for Christmas um, and so should you. But I will be back in January with a whole host of new topics and new really exciting guests. So next week will be the final episode of the season. But uh, as I say, I'll be back in January. And then I just hope you have a really, really great week. See you next time. So that was it for this episode. I hope you got loads of value from it. If you did, please share it with someone who you think might benefit from listening to it. And as always, please subscribe, rate and review on Apple Podcast. It really helps us reach more people like you who are also wanting to live their best, most inspired and fulfilled life. So till next time, keep daring, keep sharing and keep creating.